Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Joypad Podcast. I am your host, Mike Fleming, tonight, and we have all of our esteemed colleagues here to talk about video games and everything else that we love about our video games. So, let's pass this right off. I don't want to blab. Megan, we're starting with you, because recently you started with me. So, how are you doing? What are you drinking? And what are you playing tonight? And in the past week. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm doing okay. Um, getting through life with puppy now, which um, is a lot. I knew the puppies were a lot. I just didn't realize how much uh, energy and time would be put towards this small, tiny creature. Um, but yeah, life is all right. It's a fine thump day. Uh, as far as my beverage, I am enjoying some leafy water as usual. It's been a little bit, uh, but you know, back on my bullshit, as they say. Uh, as far as games, <laughs> still... Uh, Still getting through Graveyard Keeper. I really haven't had a ton of time to play too much. I jumped into the new season of Fall Guys, uh, which is a jungle theme. Uh, and it's it's pretty cute. They have uh, little rhinos that'll chase you and try to knock you off the map now. Uh, and little lily pads that you bounce on. Um, they're doing a whole uh, collaboration with uh, Ratchet and Clank where you can get new special costumes uh, by completing missions. So... It's fun. I like it. It holds my attention for a little bit. Uh, it's something quick and simple to play that I don't really need to focus too much on. Um, but that's really about it for me. Uh, Mr. Pinto, how are you? What are you drinking? And what are you playing? I'm good. I'm drinking my par for the course Susquehanna Brewing Company Eat a Peach Ale because uh, I bought a six-pack a month ago, and it hasn't been a month yet, so I still have, I think, like, three more. I forgot I wasn't here last week, so when you said, I'm still playing Graveyard Keeper, I was like, I didn't know you were playing Graveyard Keeper. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, no, time's weird. I forget things that happened yesterday. I've mostly been playing my Pokemon Sword, been enjoying that. What's your starting six, damn it? Start, dude, I don't, I don't. I, I picked Sobble, I can tell you that much. <laughs> the water the water Pokemon. I'm enjoying it. I kind of don't like that it's automatic experience share. Like, that used to be an item you had to get in the old games. I don't know, it's not a huge deal. But I, I spend a lot of time just building my team up. So I've only gotten the third badge. And I've been playing for like 20 plus hours. That's fine. That's that's exactly how I played it, man. Yeah. You're, you're doing good. <laughs> and then I've been, like, rotating through different teams, just, you know, because I don't know any of the new Pokemon, so I'm like, oh, I'll try this one out, and I'll try this one out, and I'll try this one out, and I don't really like this one. I'm, I'm taking my time with the game, which I think is good. Uh, I find Hop to be very irritating. I don't know if anyone else <laughs> experienced that or not. E- e- yeah. Everyone else did. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Just making sure. Not and, just you, man. <laughs> yeah. And I've also been playing Chrono Trigger because it's it's Chrono Trigger and it's a great game. It's an awesome game. And I I mentioned earlier that last night and also today I went on Steam and I really thought about buying Mass Effect Legendary Edition, but it's sixty dollars and I just that's I a lot a, of money. It's a lot of money. I'll wait till well, it goes on sale. It's not anything new, right? Like, I think they added just some bare, 
like very basic content, but it's all like the old games. Just uh, they added all the DLC to it. I don't know what oh, the okay, DLC yeah. is. Um, There's but, a whole bunch of missions and characters and stuff, and oh, okay. they completely um, redid, redid the, graphics. the graphics. Yeah. There's oh, less ass okay. shots from what I hear, and pe- some yeah. people are complaining about it. We all know well, who those people we are. Wanted, we wanted high-definition ass shots, man. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm definitely guys, interested. Actually, hold on. Do you guys remember when Mass Effect, I believe the first one, but forgive me, I might be wrong about the exact specifics. One of the Mass Effect games were coming out. It was on one of the news channels talking about like the sexualization of video games or something. This woman goes on. She was like a clinical psychiatrist or something. And a guy from the, like a writer from the gaming industry goes on and they're like talking about it and she's like you know saying how like terrible it is and he's like look you see the left you see the left side of the left boob it's not that bad it's not like they're showing full nudity or anything this is an acceptable thing it fills in with the story it's not just smutty stuff and the woman's like you know countering or whatever he's like have you even like played the game or seen the trailer where it shows up or like i forget exactly the wording he used and she goes no I, I think it was like right around the time of Twitter coming out, like you know, really popular, like 2012, and like it was this big thing. Does anyone remember this? Oh, that, no. that sounds no. right. I don't remember that okay. specific thing, but I remember there being oh. some controversy around it. Oh, it was, it was a huge controversy. Well, it it was one of those first games where they actually had you know, quote unquote, sex as an element of the game and and yes. story. It, but it really wasn't a big deal. You really did just see like a side of a boob. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Scandalous. And, uh, yeah, terrifying. Yeah, no one complained about BMX Triple X, so Or um what was Dead or Alive Volleyball? Oh, oh yeah. Stream Beach Volleyball. Extreme. Was that what it yeah. was? Yeah. That game's funny as hell. Where they had separate <laughs> boob physics, so the boobs would jiggle independently of each other. Oh god. <laughs> yep. That was Shouldn't a big they deal too. Both jiggle at the same. You would think the so, but they, they should. Do okay. that. But you it, could you could see up, down, down, up, left, right, right, left. <laughs> It, I was be, I was as someone that that well. owns boobs, that doesn't know. Yeah, that's that not... sounds like <laughs> no, uncomfortable. <it's>, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, how you know the game was developed by a man. Oh, yes, for sure, know, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Megan, and, I'd like to thank you for disconfirming the physics of boobs in uh, Dead or yes. Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. He's, this has been uh, hotly contested by <laughs> most a, gaming media. Uh, well, I know the first part of the. Now. I know the first uh, part of the topic tonight, or like the title of our of our podcast, boob physics. physics. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, boob physics. Gazunga yeah. gravity. It made those games uh, definitely far more comical than sexy. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Good to know. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's all about it for me. Now that we've talked about um, the video game titties, uh, Tom. How are you doing? What are you drinking? I bet I know what you're drinking. Uh, and uh, what, are you, what are you playing? Well, I think you guys know what I'm drinking. So um, take a take a guess at what flavor of energy drink I have. Is it is blueberry it... or blackberry or something like that? I Close. See, what what was the sour the sour boy? Oh, uh, that one was good. I wish I had more of those. I don't have that right now. I remember the discussion. It was just like unspecified sour. <laughs> we didn't yeah, it's know. called it's called like sour heads or, or something. It was malic like that. acid, just yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It was it, it's good. It tastes like the green warhead. Um, no, I have I have a blue raspberry right now, which is kind of uh, like oh, the, so close. The standard in our head. Fle- Fleming was very very close. Um, I have a new microphone, so hopefully it's coming across nicely uh, in the podcast. 
and hopefully you, the listener, are enjoying it. I've been playing a couple different games, actually. So I played uh, Pinto. You haven't heard this yet, but I did start playing some XCOM 2. So a, a long overdue uh, play nice. for me. Um, I'm still finding the difficulty with XCOM that I always find, which is that one battle can take an hour and a half to two hours, and I really don't want to do that. I really just want to like play one and and be able to move on. <laughs> it's fun when I get an opportunity to play that. I played a couple games of Rocket League on my own just because I was like, am I still any good at this? Uh, I'm still pretty decent at it. Not great, but decent. Um, they have an interesting section called like Rocket Labs right now where you can test new maps. Ooh. And one of the new maps they have has goals that are sunk into the ground um, that are like conical. So you can kind of like knock the ball out while it's coming in. Uh, it's a, It's... Oddly enough, a really different take on the same sort of sport. So I uh, played a couple rounds of that, and that was interesting. Uh, and then finally, I've been playing... Um, had had just an itch to play an FPS game, uh, single-player FPS game. So I picked up Borderlands, um, hmm. the Handsome Collection and Borderlands 3. And I've just been like here and there playing a little bit of Borderlands, the pre-sequel, because I think that's the first one. I always get confused by that. Um, but it's just kind of like a casual thing for me at least, which is nice. And, and I just wanted like a little casual shooter kind of thing. So I'd been trying to play fallout and that wasn't really doing it for me. Uh, and I wanted something just a little bit more fast paced. So Borderlands is like a nice, quick little, like pick it up, shoot some stuff. It, I, I find myself like every once in a while, I'll go back and revisit those games. I yeah. have, um, Borderlands two and it was okay. Yeah. Definitely more fun to play with people. Yeah. Yeah, I I have all of them, and I would be happy to play them with you guys. They are all okay. up to four players, so we Let's could always do, do that sometime. Cool. Um, oh, and I have one other game that I bought and gave a try to. And that's Blood Bowl 2, which we talked oh. about <laughs> just a couple episodes ago. Mm. Um, I haven't gotten very deep into it. It's interesting. It's possibly deceptively simple um but basically you pick your guys have them run into other guys uh in a turn-based i don't even want to call it combat but it's tactical kind of thing and then you can throw the ball to try and get touchdowns so it seems real easy right now but i only just started and played like one tutorial match so um it wasn't amazing so i'll kind of see how that progresses but anyway, uh, I will shut up about me now, and I will turn it over to Mr. Michael Fleming, who is our topic boy for the evening, sir. What are you consuming in terms of liquids? How is your day going? And what games have you been playing? So I'll start with, I am doing pretty well. Uh, my wife and I are getting ready for a vacation, which I mentioned last week. And when you guys listen to this, if you listen to it first day it's out, uh, I'll be on vacation, so haha. I won't be here next week, unfortunately, but it's okay. Um, I just chugged a whole bunch of water as you were talking, Tom, but I have more water for myself. And now most people would think I'm going to have a, a Yingling Golden Pilsner because I still have one left in the fridge that I have not yet drank. <laughs> but it has been sitting in the back of that fridge and got completely frozen. So I do not have that. I actually have something different, and Pinto... Amy, I thought you would like these when you were over last. Um, it is a Cider Boys Peach Con uh, County Apple Peach Hard Cider. Oh, those um, are good. I have yes. I have had those before. 
It uh, tastes like apple cider. It's very good. <laughs> it's a little sweet for me, but I'll drink it. I need the sugar. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's basically what's going on there. Um, I haven't played too many games. I mentioned I was playing Mario Kart last week with my wife, um, trying to like kind of get some game with her. Sorry, my wife. I'm sorry. I my wife. Everything. No, <laughs> I think it every time I say it. And um, yeah, so we've been playing a lot of Mario Kart. So that's what I played quite a bit this past week. Um, I have played a little bit of StarCraft Brood War um, myself as well. Uh, I crush 3v3s but whenever i play a 1v1 i'm always like sweaty and tired after every single one so i don't play a lot of those (laughs) that much and i have been really busy considering i'm going to be on vacation for uh eight business days or seven business days so been very busy with work and stuff too um and uh also started running a lot more so uh, that's making me tired the sleepy boy but anyway enough about me uh in regards to the topic tonight so like i said going on vacation and we talked about bringing the switch like you did tom on your recent vacation but we just feel like we're not going to do like want to have that and like have that concern i'm already bringing some other valuable gear with me so just don't want to leave something like that in the room um, especially when you know we're not around it and you know um, maids and other things come through so um i was thinking about like what am i going to do on the plane for you know six hours it's a very long flight um, and I thought about phone games and I thought to myself, like, I just don't get them. I don't like every time I see like ads for phone games or like whenever I hear a lot of people talk about their phone games, I just hear about constant microtransactions or like bad ports that don't work very well. So I just want to get some perspective from you guys. of If you've played any phone games that are really good or like ports that you're like, Hey, this is actually a really good port. Maybe you could argue the counterpoint of no microtransactions makes sense because of X or Y or Z, um, stuff like that. So I'm just opening it up. Um, what I will start with, though, is I did actually do some pretty good research myself recently on this. And I have found that there's actually quite a number of ports of like board games, for example. And we've talked mm-hmm. about board game kind of things. So like um, Seven Wonders is a popular board game that we've played. There's a port of that. There's actually a port of Scythe, uh, Tom, which I know you're really? interested in playing. That's surprising. Yeah, I spotted that. Um, and I haven't done any more research, but like, if those have computers, that's great for me on the plane. But just curious what else you guys have seen and what else you would recommend. Square recently just re-released Final Fantasies 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pixel perfect remaster whatever they're calling it i forget pixel remaster something like that yeah but um, it's just pixel remaster yeah i mean they look good and uh if you want if you have not played the original final fantasy games i would recommend it but also like they're the original final fantasy games like if you go back and play final fantasy one it's not amazing i mean it's cool and everything especially to get perspective of like how it started and as you go up in the numbers like they get better i personally actually have not played two or three so i might be picking those up um and then eventually four five and six will be coming out soon i've only played one a little bit but until you bring this up i was actually just looking at this and some people have remarked that there were changes to the difficulty and class system and maybe not the class system but the level up system in the original final fantasy and the remaster to make it uh an easier play because 
That game is notoriously difficult. It is difficult, uh, but I, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I like difficult games. I know this is, you know, where we differ in opinion sometimes, but um, I don't know. Like a game like That's... that, I think it's okay for it to be difficult because it's also going to be a short game. You know what I mean? And I know That's that fine. difficulty is not like an ex like having a short game is not an excuse to make it difficult to falsely extend your playtime. You know what I mean? But, yeah. I don't know. No, that's fine. I'm I'm just saying. Um, I think there have been more tweaks behind the scene in the game. Uh, to make it a better experience. So that would just yeah. be like. And again, I'm I'm not. I haven't played it. I don't have any other authoritative insight into it i just saw that looking at it today because mm -hmm. i saw that it came out and i wanted to see what they did to my beloved final fantasies 4 and 6 which haven't been touched yet yeah so yeah, those are still in the works it's disappointing mm -hmm. they haven't done six yet because they, they're working on it, it yeah it will be out soon and it won't be the ugly ugly ios port so allegedly yeah. and since we're on, like just to wrap up final fantasy talk um the Final Fantasy Tactics port, I played that, and that is actually very good. And I got it on a super amazing sale. It was like $4 or something like that. I think we um, bought it the same weekend, really didn't we? <laughs> I think we did, yeah. that was It was like a couple of years ago now. Because I remember going to uh, Chicago, talking to my brother and telling him. And he was like, and purchased. <laughs> so, um, you know, that, that was a very good game. I don't know if I would jump back into that one on the plane. But, I mean, maybe. Um, but outside of Final Fantasy... Um, what else have you guys seen? We brought up board games, and the one that came mm -hmm. to mind to me uh, was the Settlers of Catan port, uh, which is really good. I have it on both like iPad and mobile, and it's free. It's completely free. You just play a three-person Catan session against other people around the world, or I think you can do a little bit of local. But um, people are decent at it. It has good pacing. Uh, it looks nice. You can move around the board and hold your cards and look at stuff in a nice way. Um, and if you like Catan, which reasonably certain you do, uh, but more to the, uh, the listener, if you, if you like sellers of Catan, uh, I would check that out. Cause again, it's free. You don't have anything to lose. Uh, Carcassonne is another, uh, board game port to, is that, no, never mind. I'm thinking of Puerto Rico. Never mind. Oh no. Nope. Yeah. It's okay. a completely different game. <laughs> uh, um, it's, it's, a uh, it's like a tile placement game where, you know, you draw a tile, put it down, and you build out a map, and you have your little meeple uh, that you place to claim certain territories and score points. Um, but that's a, a board game that I really like that they did a, a port to. Um, uh, what do we call them? Cell phones. That's what it is. Multimedia <laughs> <laughs> devices. Allegedly. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> if anyway. we were um if we were doing one of those like storyboard podcasts on youtube where like they show pictures or whatever or, like add some text or something i could just imagine us adding like three dots the ellipsis you know, like, oh, yes dot 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 <laughs> cell phones that's what they're called <laughs> yeah uh, those things i think it's interesting that so far all the the good games that we've mentioned are are ports i think yes. well what you mentioned yeah. fleming um, how you see ads for mobile games all the time. I do too. And if I, I noticed that if you go into the comments of those ads, it's always people saying, this isn't what the game looks like at all. And this Never. isn't how the game plays at all. Oh, really? why, do you, why? What is this advertisement? 
that is showing something that is not the game at all. I, I can, like, I can uh, confirm that I am a sucker for those ads. I see it, and I'm like, oh, that looks like something fun and calming and, like, meditative that I can sit there and mm-hmm. play. And then I actually download it, and it's it's not at all what it's they advertised. It's not that at all. How, no. how, how often do you guys see that ad for, like, get the treasure or save the hero oh, or whatever and it's with like the little pull key the sliders? sliders. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's I, the one I'm getting all the time. I, I think they do that on purpose, and there must be just one advertising firm that does that for like twenty different for games everyone. and slightly different <laughs> styles, because they know that I want to pull the damn key in the right order to get the damn treasure, and then I can never play that game because it doesn't actually exist. Well, and you and watch the mad. ad, and the person that's like doing the ad, if you will, like where they show the keys pulling, it's like this guy is so stupid. Like, uh-huh. what is he yeah. doing? So you just like kind of look at that, and you're just like, this is oh, not. I can do this. Can I? I don't know. Can I elaborate on my favorite one of those for a minute? Because there's one that, like, the premise is some woman who, like, her husband cheated on her or something. So they get divorced and she's left to raise her poor child by herself. And she sees the husband skating on a skating rink. Uh, as she holds the poor child's hand, struggling to buy her food, and then they go to move into a dusty old house that's in disrepair. Oh, and you, and have, you have to, to fix pick the, the house up. Yes, yeah. yes, I've seen those before. <laughs> yep. Yes, but like the person playing fails, so like the pipes burst in the bathroom, and like the fireplace <laughs> erupts, and then like she and the daughter are just like crying in this house. It's awful. Oh, it's it's so it's so terrible and so intentionally like playing on your heartstrings um, that I can't do anything but laugh at it. Especially because the characters have those giant doe eyes that are just filled with tears. I have to help this pixelated family. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. Hmm. No, I I haven't seen that one. I have seen, like we said, the the one with the keys and like pulling the keys out. That's the one I get the most and actually where the idea for this topic originally came from. Because I see that, I'm just like... Sure, I could see myself doing something like that once, but am I really going to go and pay money for something? How yeah. how long is that it. going to hold your attention for? Yeah, if, exactly. If that is the game they're advertising. What was, yeah, that's true, too. D- there used to be a mobile game that everyone was really into for a minute called like Rage 99 Floors or something. No, um, oh, okay. this was more of like a puzzle game. It was called like 99 Floors. And, the, and it was a simple game because the idea was that you were going up an elevator and each floor was a different sort of puzzle. But it didn't really give you a hint to it. You just had to sort of like figure it out. Oh, yeah. Like it was kind I, of an escape room that. style, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and that was just like super popular for a hot minute. Um, but that's the kind of thing I would envision that key game kind of being and the sort of game that I would... Know, maybe download and play and mess around with for a couple minutes. But if they um, said it's four ninety nine to buy, or nah, I, the I minute I you run out of lives and it's like, hey, spend five bucks to buy more lives, mm-hmm. you're like, no, yeah. uh, we haven't even gone. talked about microtransactions. Like, <sighs> I, I, I don't, I don't get the whole concept of spending. Like I, I said to to Amy, my wife earlier, I said my wife, um, my wife, my I life. said earlier to her, I was like, I don't like. I can get the argument of if a game is really good and it's really holding your attention, spending the equivalent of a full price game, 60, 50 to $70 for that if it's like a really good game. And I know, Tom, you did that with like Brave Exvius, right? You spent a lot because it was a pretty darn yep. good game. But at the same time, though, I look and I'm just like, who would spend 
all this extra to get some extra lives, you know, or so they can uh, buy a specific like item for their Farmville or whatever. Like, I'm just like, why do people do that? Or kind of thing? or My mom. to, to speed things up, up like in idle games mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, yeah. you want to upgrade your base? Like, it starts off, it's like. Oh, it only takes five minutes, but once you start playing the game for a long time, because yeah. I used yeah. to play a Walking Dead game that was like that, where, and this was years ago, it'd be like, uh, okay, if you want to upgrade your base to like level fifteen, which was like the highest, it's like it's gonna take a week to upgrade your base, or mm. you could spend money on it and speed it up. Eh? <laughs> I don't. Oh. So. So offer the the perspective of an idiot who has spent money on microtransactions for oh, a game. Oh, Tom, don't worry, I have too. We all are <laughs> not alone. I've I've spent excessively, um, however, so I I will put that out there. I strongly caution um, anyone from playing those games that really encourage the microtransactions, because um, I you know as I've mentioned on previous episodes of this podcast, uh, I used to play Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, which is a relatively popular um, Square Enix RPG style game where you get to summon characters from every Final Fantasy. It has its own story. You can play it for free. It's um, it's friendly enough to get into that it can sink its teeth into you. Let me put it that way. So uh, I played it for taste. free for quite a while. Um, and some of the freemium options really were kind of like regenerating your daily actions to do sorts of things. Or, you know, once you acquire enough of the premium currency, you could summon premium units. And that's, you really kind of need them past a certain point to beat different content in the game or, like, get high rankings and things. And they would release new units on a weekly cycle. So, you don't come by the premium currency frequently enough to really engage in getting those new units. And sometimes they'll release some that are very important to the cycle of the game. Uh, and I think the other thing that kind of feeds this is that there's a Reddit community I used to be on quite a bit that would um, kind of, they kind of knew what was coming because the game existed in a Japanese version and that version was like six or nine months ahead of the global version. So they would be like, oh, you want this character because they're going to be relevant for the next nine months. Whereas there are other characters that wouldn't matter and you just pass them by and stuff like that. Um so you would kind of find yourself like ruthlessly pursuing that character, but the way that the premium summons work in that game, you would have like a 1% chance to get that character. I'm not even kidding. The actual percent chance of getting that character was 1% or less, uh, wow. which is ridiculous. It, frankly, it's absolutely that's, absurd. That's exactly how the walking dead game I played was as well. Like 1% chance in, you know, using your premium currency to try and get it but what i find interesting about that game tom is that i can name two other square enix mobile games that are almost exactly like that yeah there was brave exvius there was final fantasy record keeper which is still going and there's also um was it opera omnia or something like that? yes decidia opera omnia Yeah. yeah they're all the same game they're like it's all the same concept where it's all your final fantasy characters mushed together into like this crazy cool story where you get to see cloud hanging out with lightning and squall and Locke, and it's like wow if someone plays all three of those games though like 
the amount of money that they're probably spending is astronomical yeah Oh, it was insane enough just to try and keep up with with Brave Exvius, right? Well, and, and I feel like you also get into I a trap, it. though, right, Tom? You kind of get in, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get into a trap because it's like, and Megan, you you mentioned your mom, and, <laughs> and I know other people too have gotten into this trap. Candy Crush, it's like, yeah, it's like, oh my god, I spend so much money on my Farmville or whatever, well, my Brave Exvius that I I don't want to stop. Yes, because if yeah. I stop, then I might we, lose that stuff. Or we I might discussed forget, this and, like, before so the sunk yeah. cost fallacy. Where in this in this sense it's money and also time, but like that's something that happens in real life. Where like if you're in mm-hmm. a like say a shitty relationship, you're like, but I've spent so much time with this person, I should just try and make it work. The the more yeah. you put into something, the more reluctant you are to let it go. Yeah. And Tom, I know after a while you were saying like I don't even really have fun with this game anymore. Like I'd see you like checking it on your phone. If you go back to earlier episodes of the podcast, Tom will be like, "Sorry, I was playing Brave Exvius." Like, <laughs> oh, really? Re- I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there were the way that the events work in that game, and and most of the games like that. They run a limited event for a week or two weeks, where you have to accomplish certain milestones within that time period. So I would be like frantically on my phone trying to get all this shit done in between different things just to try and keep up. And it's part of that sunk cost fallacy, Pinto, that you're talking about. Cause it's not just the money. It's not just, um, you know, what you've acquired. It's actually, you know, putting in that effort there too. So, you know, I had all these feelings of like, I've done this work. I've achieved these things. I don't want to let that go. But at the same time, they're like worthless but when you yeah. attach time and money to it, they don't feel worthless. <laughs> so or if anyone, what I'm saying is if anyone out there, <laughs> if anyone out there wants to buy uh, a high dollar <laughs> brave XVS account, send me a message. We can, we can do yeah, some send business. us an email at, email uh, at... at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Let's discuss illegal activity. Uh, <laughs> I, I personally don't find myself playing a lot of mobile games. Like, here and there I will. Mm-hmm. When I do, it's, like, for me, I'm trying to recapture the fun I had with, like, certain Flash games online when I was growing up. Like, yes. I see a mobile game that looks similar to something that I used to play online as, like, a kid or a young teen. Um, so I'll download it and play it to see if it is still, like, that same kind of concept. And I just, I don't know. I just don't have fun. Yeah, I well, mean, I've, I've considered doing those like, remember those like hold the line, capture the like them the, you know, like, uh, there was one that was like little like um, stick figures that were running across, and you were like the, um, you were holding like a castle line. I get a oh, lot of yeah, those yeah. ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what I'm talking I about. I remember those. Like that. Yeah, I love games like that too, and like I've seen those kind of ads as well, just like the keys one we've talked about, where it's like. You get these like knights and they like charge and wipe out a lot of the you know enemy whatever it is and i'm like oh i would probably play something like that especially if like i'm sitting there doing nothing you know and i have that time but like i know that to use those knights or to use the special abilities or whatever even to potentially win mm-hmm. you have to pay yeah and i'm just like no why it's and, just like little graphics and and i'm at the point where i would rather pay like five bucks for a decent game that doesn't do that to me mm-hmm. than yes. yep, like a board game yeah yeah a board like anything like if and, if you yeah. could give me just all of the stuff that's in that freemium game for five bucks 
sure, I'll, I'll pay the five bucks to have all the stuff, but I'm not going to pay you like your outrageous sums over time to acquire things over time in a limited space. Like, yeah. and all of them do that. All of them do that. And it works for them. Like that's the craziest thing is it works. It does. So yeah. they have no incentive to stop. Um, and I mean, I, I really think that eventually it needs to be a legal issue that goes through the courts. And I yeah. think it needs to be legislated because it's a form of gambling. Mm-hmm. And it's a form of gambling with no possible return. So, um, you know, we've talked about loot boxes before. I think it fits into that discussion. But I, I just would much rather have games on that platform that don't involve that mechanic. And yeah. I I understand yeah. it doesn't happen that way because all these companies are making their money that way. Mm-hmm. So I want that to stop so that I can get decent content on my phone because there's no yes. reason not to. Well, and, <laughs> and the other thing too about like that whole gambling and addiction kind of thing is like you hear countless stories about kids yeah. who oh, yeah. were able at one point to get their mom's credit card or their dad's credit card, whoever's credit card onto their play store because they wanted to buy a game and the parent agreed to do that. Mm-hmm. But then they, the parent, you know, is uh, computer illiterate or even gaming illiterate and doesn't know that there were microtransactions that now the kid is able to go right back to the play store and just start charging and charging and charging. And like, you can rack up costs quickly because like they'll do bigger discounts for bigger things. So it's like a hundred dollars and you get, you know, 80,000 coins instead yeah. of spending $80 and getting like, let's say 70,000 coins. I don't know, but, but oh, I've that done, kind of concept. I've done promotions where like Amazon mm-hmm. offers stuff through Amazon coins and they'll sell it at uh, like a 20% discount and you can get- Yeah, as you play more. And I would buy like, I mean, this is this is terrible to say, but I would buy $500 worth of Amazon coins because it was cheaper to, to do it that way than it was to actually spend the money. And then you just say to yourself like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna hold it out for a long period of time. But once you have it, then you end you up just spending spend it. it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel like money anymore. It just feels yeah. like, you know, just let me keep doing that. I, I worry about the trap of that, the whole gambling concept, mm-hmm. Tom, like jumping in and be like, okay, I'm going to do it, but just this amount. And before you know it, like I've said, you kind of start to invest a lot of time into it. I, I will tell you, Tom, while we were talking though, I did look up and Twilight Struggle is a game on the phone. There so you go. I am definitely considering Twilight Struggle. That's that's phone. a good choice. Well, I'm sure you have to yeah. what pay a little bit for that, and then you just it's, have the uh, game. It's eight dollars. Yeah, oh, that's it's eight dollars on Google Play Store. It. It's about the same price as Steam, and that's yeah. a very good. Like, I think phone games should be cheaper than Steam games, generally speaking. Yes. Um, even the same game as like Twilight Struggle, say it's fifteen dollars or ten dollars on Steam. I think it should be potentially a few dollars cheaper than that because your phone's not quite the same. It, depending on the game, it's not quite the same experience. Yeah. So I'm, I would rather phone games to be cheaper, but I am willing to spend $8 after I look at the reviews to get that because I can play against the computer and have mm-hmm. a really fun game that actually takes quite a lot, a while to play. Yeah. Twilight Struggle is a, a great game for that too. And actually another yeah. one that's uh, a port, that's a great port, is XCOM. I think I've even talked about that before. But oh, I have, have the... talked about that. Yeah. And I actually should get that because Pinto recommended it to me in like uh, maybe three months ago on a podcast, and I just haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, it's the full version. I think I got it. I, I want to say at the time I got it, it was like five bucks, but I don't know how much it is. But that was just on like iPad. Um, so yeah. I, yeah, I would check it out. I mean, it's 
it's worth it. It's such a long game. Like however long XCOM two is, I'm sure XCOM one is is at least the same amount. Yeah. It'll be like five dollars. He'll be yeah. like, I was on the plane for six hours and Easy I got through buy. four missions. <laughs> if XCOM that. Enemy Within is Enemy Within Pinto the the that's the game? yeah that's the full one with the expansion and DLC. Five dollars on the Google Play Store as of uh, I dude July that's 29. so worth it. That's definitely I worth be, it. This is what I'm gonna probably play on the phone out or on the way out there. Yeah, I would I would definitely recommend that because you again you know you're getting a good quality game with that and there's not gonna be microtransactions. Yeah, it's uh currently rated as uh, sorry it's rated at four point two so I assume there's probably a few people that have had some technical issues but or people that are just bad at the game and yeah, like, yeah get up because I mean I and that's not even like a dig at those people that comes just a hard fucking game. It is a hard game and it can it can make you very angry when you've got like that ninety percent chance and you miss and your sniper dies and oh we've all yeah. been there I yep. think that game will probably be fine because, like, Final Fantasy Tactics, which is in the same concept at least, is is fine on the phone. I've but played I know it. Some it's people, good. It's a good yeah. part. Okay. Some people have said that um, games that are on your phone just don't translate well from a control perspective, which is a concern. And I, that's yeah. probably why there might be maybe. some people who are like, I just can't handle the the clicking on my phone well enough or maybe their phone's smaller and it just is too hard to navigate or something so that might be something else that people are saying i mean personally i don't like the controls for stardew valley on my phone i have started out yeah i mean i still like the game i just don't like playing it on my phone and because Mm -hmm. i have it on so many other systems i'm like "Eh, i just played on switch you know yeah yeah. some some games lend themselves better to like the tapping mechanism than others oh yeah so like anything that has more of like a strategy pace or like a uh, a turn-based pace so like final fantasy games and and xcoms and uh board games all work really nicely because they have the turn-based feel if you have a board game you're passing it to the next player if you you know are doing final mm-hmm. fantasy you have your menu if you have an xcom you're tapping on tiles and then picking things um but you know i i would never want to play like a first person shooter on a phone that's why it always like amuses me that PUBG has a mobile version and uh, there is it, these. Is it actually like PUBG or is it like a PUBG mobile game? You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I from what I've seen, it looks exactly like PUBG. It just huh. has mobile controls. Hmm. I I don't think I could ever do it. <laughs> I I don't no. particularly like FPS to begin with, but well, no, and no. also. I mean, if I'm on a plane, I can't play multiplayer kind of games like that, True. too. So things like board games, Stardew Valley, which I do have on my phone, are the games that I'm going to lean towards XCOM as well um, because I can play those individually. And also the nice thing about phone games, and like the Switch is the same way, but I feel like your phone's even better with this, is they're pick up, play for like five, ten minutes, and then put back down, and you're right back where you are when you reopen the app. For, yeah. Unless your phone crashes or powers down so like that's really nice too i do like that kind of concept where i'm like okay i'll just leave this i'll come back to it when i'm sitting around waiting for the next activity or whatever that i'm going through so that is something that will be really helpful for me as as well um the only other thing i was going to suggest and this isn't so much like phone but just like travel wise uh i would consider you know emulators and stuff like that as well if you're bringing Mm -hmm. a laptop uh or any sort of you know there are ways to do it on your phone, I think, still. There used to yeah, be. There are. Yeah, I'm sure there, there still are. are. 
Um, but I used to play all kinds of, you know, PS1 and Super Nintendo games just on my laptop as an emulator. Yep. And it's really easy to do that with or without a controller. So Yeah, I don't... I want to... You guys all know, but to share it with everyone, I am bringing a pretty nice set of camera lenses and stuff, and that weight is going to be going to be considerable and very expensive. So I want to avoid carrying anything additional like a laptop. So I probably won't bring one, but that is a good point for people that are traveling for whatever that they can bring that laptop. It's um, it would be nice because like I want to play Final Fantasy VI a lot, um, and if there's an emulated version, that'd be great. Um, but you know, I don't have, I'm not going to bring one. So other people that are doing that though, that are like, Oh, I really want to play this game. Can't find it though. Bring along a laptop and you'd be able to play that almost in perfect. Um, like I've had a few things. I remember playing an emulated version of Chrono Trigger and, um, there's a part with the cranes that just like does not work unless like you rebind. Yeah. You have to, I just got through that part. You have to like remap your buttons. Yeah, I had to do that. Super Um, Mario RPG has a a spot, too, that doesn't like to emulate nicely. Um, Yeah, you have to, like, switch. I think in that case, you have to go back to, like, an older version of the emulator or just a different emulator in some Mm. cases. It has something to do with the 3D chip that they used in the the SNES, which is kind of weird. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I know that was one little challenge, but, like, as long as you can check google and find someone else who had the same problem usually you can get past it that's how i did it for chrono trigger so and i actually i know chrono triggers on your phone now too right yeah i have not i've not tried that version so maybe it's corrected there i think i've not heard good things about the mobile version of chrono trigger but yeah which is a Um, bummer yeah i mean one other thing i'd mention too the uh super nintendo mini is a thing uh so you know obviously doesn't have its own screen built in but if you are Going somewhere where you're going to have a hotel and a TV that you can plug into, that's a smaller, lightweight option. And it has the preloaded games, and then there's a lot of hackability and um, ways to add emulators to that. So, And aren't those super cheap, those, like, mini consoles, for yeah. lack of a better description? Yeah, I think they're, like, 70, 80 bucks. Um, I don't even so think So more reasonable much. than a Switch. You think they're less, Megan? I'm trying to remember what I paid for my SNES Mini. I, it was maybe like $50, $75 at the most, I think. I think a PlayStation 1 was not selling well. They were expensive. Like, well, they began they expensive. Crappier yeah. games, I think they were crappier games, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay, I think they actually went down in price because people weren't buying it. And then like, yeah. they brought it down to a very, very low price. Um, probably weren't making much money at all on them, honestly. Uh, but I know some people were looking at that. It was more like a Black Friday sale, most likely, but I think it was down to like forty bucks for it. Well, I have a PlayStation Classic right over there, so hey. <laughs> bought it at a flea market. Because I bought it at a flea market for twenty five bucks. Oh, God, that's that was be. awesome. Yeah, the uh, that's pretty cool. The MSRP on the SNES Classic appears to be eighty dollars. Yeah, I just saw that. Mm. Oof. A little high, just because like a Switch is like a Switch Mini, for example, is only like a hundred dollars more. And, well. Like, it's it's a different use because the SNES Classic comes with like thirty games preloaded or something like yeah. that. That's, that's, and then and they're, yeah. it's a decent collection. And I like yeah. mainly bought it for Earthbound, and Earthbound yep. alone, oh, okay. if you want to buy it, uh, just the cartridge <laughs> is like a hundred and fifty dollars. Oh yeah, that's you're a just good, not yeah. gonna. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, no, I I don't have one, but I I could see that being yeah. It's re- it's a good it's a pretty good price. I wish it was like closer to like the sixty. Like it's like just basically like the cost of a brand new nice game. You could get yeah. this whole thing with a bunch of older games that you used to play as a child or whatever. But 
it's also reasonable. it's also very hackable like a, ra- a raspberry pi though where you can plug mm, like yeah. a million emulators and different new games into it you can have mm-hmm. it run game boy games you can have it run genesis games i think you can even have it run ps1 games so oh that's really cool yeah you can do it's, all that if you know how to do it yeah and a lot of people do it it's, it's kind of all over youtube and the internet so um i think that's a pretty good option too cool um and just mentioning kind of the mobile lifestyle with that um when i was still taking a lot of trips uh out to la for work i don't mind saying la um i would bring my laptop with me my gaming laptop my personal laptop and it is a gaming laptop so it can support some you know higher end graphic stuff not it's not very new so can't do anything crazy like cyberpunk or anything but I like to play Madden, so I had Madden on that. Now that Madden's a PC thing, and I could do that, and I can do a number of different Steam games on that. So if you're looking just to be gaming on the go, um, a gaming laptop is a good use, too. Yeah. Cool. Alrighty, peeps. I'm looking at the time. Do you have anything else you'd like to add before we wrap this episode up? I hope that you're having so much fun doing activities and taking photos that you have no need to play any of these games. That is exact. I mean, I said that, that is the goal. <laughs> that is my, that is the goal. And that's what I expect to happen. But with a, a six, like a plane flight, yeah. plane flight from the East coast to the West coast is six hours. Plus we have a layover. Like I, I know I'm going to need something to kind of mm-hmm. keep me entertained uh, for that little bit of time. So I appreciate all the recommendations I'm going to be probably spending about 20 bucks on a game or two so solitaire to do. that's all you yeah need. i i totally i totally <laughs> think that's the only spot where you're going to be playing games is an airport oh, yeah. in between yeah. airports on, on planes yeah. so I enjoy am, your vacation thank you sir sites. i appreciate it i hope anyone else who is taking a vacation in august um or anytime that they listen to this podcast and have some good recommendations no i only do in have august. one more recommendation <laughs> actually <laughs> and oh, it was another recommendation i don't i don't know if it's as much for you because i don't know if it's your quite your style of game but you guys might remember like a couple weeks ago i talked about a mobile game i was playing called the sign yes um it's kind of like a psychological whodunit kind of game um i really enjoyed it and it had me guessing like right up until the end it's free it's completely free i ended up spending 10 bucks because there's like a little mini game aspect to it uh, where you have to like hack into systems. It's just like a little puzzle thing. And I just spent 10 bucks to give me infinite lives because otherwise you have to wait for your lives to restore. But because I enjoyed the game so much, I didn't care that I gave them you know $10 to support the game. Um, I actually downloaded that the game that they made before the sign. It's called Seven. It's a game in the same style. I haven't oh, played I've it yet. Oh, I've heard of that game. I've heard of that game before. Have you? I'm, yeah. I'm excited to try it because, like, I was really into the sign. And, like I said, 10 bucks. Um, oh, it's yeah. five episodes, and it's really well written. I think it's translated from German, though, so, like, there's a couple translation snafus, but nothing that would, like, ruin it for you. Um, those, those Germans make good stories, though. I've watched <laughs> Dark. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That show. But, yeah. Uh, if if okay. anyone out there is interested, I I highly suggest it. It was a very good game. Like I was engrossed in it. Like I'd be at work and like I can't wait to get home and play this and like get further into the story. I can see myself playing that. Honestly, it actually sounds pretty cool. Uh, there are jump scares. 
just so you know. Oh, so, so gotta be careful. On just the a, a fair <laughs> warning. Uh, one of them got me. I was like lying in bed playing it at three in the morning. And it got me, I was like, oh, motherfucker. Oh, I was God. so mad. <laughs> the cats freak out because they think something's happening. Yeah. You know. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you if you do end cool. up downloading it, let me know. Because, like. I mean, you said it was free, so I'll probably download it at minimum. Yeah. And then if I, like, I'll maybe I'll try to play it a little bit before we're, like, out of uh, Wi-Fi kind of range. And, and then see if I want to spend the money on the infinite lives. If it's only 10 bucks, that's still very reasonable for a game right. that might be pretty good. Um, cool. Alrighty, peeps. Well, I think uh, at time we can wrap this episode up. So, thank you everybody for letting us tickle your eardrums once again. Um, yes, I, I kept it uh, PC there. I could have said many <laughs> other things, but no. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. Um, check us out on Facebook at Joypad um, and on Instagram and you, uh, at Joypad Pod, Twitter Joypad Pod. Oh, God. YouTube at Joypad. There's uh, probably other ones, too. By the too. way, I'm finally getting all the old episodes up on YouTube. I've been slacking with that, like, real bad. Yeah. Over the past couple days, I've just been putting up all of our backlog. But if cool. you're yeah, listening here, you've probably heard them already. <laughs> I, I want to put it out there, too, that uh, if you just go to joypadpod.com, it has links to all of oh, our right. social channels now. So. I eventually about that, that eventually thing that'll thing. be a real website um i've slowly been working on content for it i just don't have yes. free time joy right com actually has all links to all those social media so you don't have to go back and re-listen to the podcast unless you want to uh to find out where we are and how you can reach us let us know if you have any topics you want to discuss um because we'd be happy to talk about them uh i don't think i missed anything cool so tom take us away Whether you're at home or on the go, always remember to stay joyful. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.